When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hey, everybody. It's podcast time again. And it's podcast times two. Uh, the last couple of podcasts have been just me because Tom thought going to a soccer game was more important than spending time with you. <laughs> His prerogative. But he's uh wow he's, he's crawled back into the studio again today and he's willing to face the wrath and the ire of all of his listeners for deserting them in their moment of need when the market was crashing and tom was you know it was kind of like nero he was fiddling <laughs> minus while the fiddling <laughs> minus the fiddling he was fiddling around <laughs> and he, he he goes to the game and and his mm. team doesn't even win. no they they, they do that silly draw. thing called yeah what kind of sport ends without a win? What? This is America. <laughs> we win or we not lose. not an American sport, dude. Damn it. All right. Well, that messes everything yeah, up right. for me then. Welcome to our little get-together, though. This is the uh, the weekday version of Talking Real Money, where we pick a topic that we think you might be interested in, and we waste some time discussing it. <laughs> That is so well put. Here we go. That was really good, man. You're the hype master today. I'll tell you what. Whoa, I know. I, I'm tuning yeah. in for that one. You want to you wanna listen to two guys ramble on about nothing? Listen to Talking Real Money. forgot to add money. the operative word, two old guys. Old guys. Yeah, okay. uh, two old senile guys. <laughs> Closer to that. Yes. Uh, um, there's this thing, mm. and you, you're probably hearing about it. Yeah. You might be hearing about it from – you generally hear about this from people who have a – a, 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 an ox to gore, a uh, an axe to grind, a vested interest in getting you a little confused. When the markets go down or have gone down, sorry, 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 have gone. It's going to be bad, man. The, the whipping was about down, to done. begin. You feel better? Down, Don. Okay, okay I'm yeah. better now. Uh, people talk about retiring in this down market and they. Talk about what is called the sequence of return risk. And you listen, you go, oh, my God. That's me. The sequence of return risk. I'm retiring in a, in a bear market. What's it going to do to me? Well, okay. We've talked about taking money out a, a lot. And if you, ha if you have the right strategy for taking money out of your IRA, you don't need to worry about sequence of return risk. But, Tom, let's talk about what that means and then why you don't need to concern yourself with it like so many say you do. Yeah, okay. Well, it's come up a bit lately because we've had this unusual year where both stocks and bonds have gone down. Right, I mean, intermediate term uh, government bonds and, still down. And crypto too. <laughs> Shockingly, uh, intermediate term government bonds still down about ten percent year to date. A globally diversified stock portfolio 
is down about 13, whereas the S&P 500 is still, I think, is still around down around 20%, which gets more attention, although it shouldn't. But what should you be worried about this? This is a real thing, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and what you said, Don, is partially correct. For example, if you retired in, let's just say, 1972, and then you came into a few very bad years in the market, and you were not properly balanced, by the way, between stocks and bonds. This is another thing to think about. So many of your portfolios, the people listening to us right now, have been basically in what? Either the S&P 500 or technology stocks. And what's happened to that? This is why we've argued for decades, decades, to be diversified and to have the right balance between stocks and bonds. You'd be, you would have been okay, by the way, in 73, 74. You would have been okay in 2000, 2001. You would have been okay 2008, 2009. But most of the people that show the sequence of returns risk, as you said, Don, are trying to sell something. They generally show you, oh, well, if you retire and then we go into a four or five-year bear market, you could be in a bad way. Well, yeah, you could if you retired today and you had a four-year bear market and you're drawing on the money and you're not, you're, you can't adjust how much you're drawing. Sometimes I do feel bad when I tell people, just go ahead and take the money out, wait on Social Security. There may be a time to change that strategy. But let's talk about this in a more general sense. Number one, looking back about 100 years now, and you've gone back further, I know, but with good data going back to the mid-1920s, stocks decline one out of about every four years. That's about what happens, right? So 2020. That's, no, it's very, very close yeah, to the exact number. 2022, maybe that year. Because we haven't had one in a long time where the whole year it's been down. Even 2020, where, as you pointed out in the recent podcast, the stocks went down 30% in like a month and then straight back up. And there's some people, by the way, that think that will happen again here this year. Nobody knows that. But stocks do have these years of decline. The idea generally then is to have ballast with bonds. And again, that has not helped you this year, right? Because we haven't had that ballast. But if you have a properly designed retirement plan, which includes balance between stocks, balance between stocks and bonds, and realistic planning numbers, because many people say, well, if I could just make seven or eight percent a year, it's not a problem. Making seven or eight percent a year is difficult for most people. Most, not all, but mo it's, it, that's not okay, easy. No, it, and it's not, it's not even a matter of difficulty. It's a matter of, we're talking about likely scenarios. And what you have to do is shift the odds. I don't want to sound like no, a that's exactly. movie, but shift the odds. May the odds ever be in your favor. And I was getting to that. Uh, yeah, because the planning software that we use, for example, you can plug in, you can look at historical numbers and say, how would have my portfolio done using historical returns? The software writers have decided the future is not as bright as the past, and they actually decrease the returns by about 2% a year, which sometimes I think is unrealistically harsh. But if you run the plan that way, then it's really hard to break it by retiring and to a downed market. Do you get me? In other words, People that retire last year or this year or soon think, well, I, now I can't do it. No, that is very short-term thinking. Again, a robust plan should mean you're okay and don't get caught up in, in hype because I think a lot of this is hyperbole that people are using to sell you a product or sell you something to make you make a change from where you are currently. So sequence of return risk is a real thing. But I don't think it's really as big a, pe a deal as people want to make it. I'll put it that way. 
really what it boils down to is if you have a reasonable plan and a reasonable rate of withdrawal, which is where that 4% rule comes in or has come in for so long, and it's still, in my opinion, and based on all the numbers I've seen, the 4% rule still has some validity. It still is a reasonable rule of thumb kind of number. So if you follow the 4% rule, and, and I'm not the only one who's run these numbers. They've been run by all kinds of CFAs and CFPs all over the country, all over the world. They're it's almost impossible to find a period over which you would have run out of money using the 4% rule. Now, in some scenarios, but you, see, the problem is you don't know in advance which one you're going to be in in the future. Uh, in some scenarios, you would have had, at 4%, you would have ended up with six, seven times your money when you die at 90 or something. In other scenarios, you would have ended up with you know, less than you started with maybe, but it's almost impossible to find a scenario where you would have run out of money before you ran out of life. What happens is that people who sell insurance products particularly use scare tactics. And one of their favorite scare tactics in this vein is the lie of the 20 year market loss. This is a lie. And, and Mark Holbert has addressed this. We've addressed this. Lots of people have addressed this. They say, well, yeah, but from 1929 to 1949, yeah, it took you until the 50s to break even. You lost money. No, you didn't, or you wouldn't have. Because one, you would have had to invest all your money at the very top. And two, you would have had to spend all your dividends along the way. Yeah, they don't include dividends on that calculation, correct? Correct. Yeah, which is silly. I, I mean, again, you, you, this is something you've talked about a lot more than I have, which I think is right. In all of our lives, we should be willing to be flexible. We should be willing to pay ourselves a little bit less because of the circumstance. And that's why, by the way, I like the 5% variable withdrawal strategy where you have mm -hmm. a great year like 2021. Hey, you live it up. You take everybody on a big trip, et cetera, et cetera. You have a not so great trip in 2022. They all come over and use the above ground pool. I mean, so you have a variability in what you do from a lifestyle standpoint, which most people can squeeze one thing one way or another to make that work. And by the way, here's the other part of all of this, all of it when it comes to planning, no one knows the correct plan until you're gone. Yeah, you never know what the future no. is until the future has already happened. Sorry. I mean, when you and I aren't here, then we'll know whether or not our withdrawal strategy was right or not, right? Right. right. <laughs> that was genius, huh? And, or not. And 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 the reason I, I, I'm a big proponent of flexibility is because that's the way we've lived our whole life. I, I, come on. How many people? It's rare. It does, it does happen, but it's rare. How many people have had a static, just perfectly increasing with the rate of inflation income stream with no surprises on the debit side of the ledger for their entire life. How many? Not or, many. Or how many of you have had, quote unquote, a normal life? <laughs> I mean, there really is no normal life. There's just a life. I think ab so. abnormal is normal. Abby normal would argue with abnormal you. Abnormal is normal. So, yeah. Oh, gosh. Now he's referencing uh, young Frankenstein. Thank you for that. Anyway, I know, so I know the reference. I'm going to say it here. I'll say it again. Your retirement should be about you, not about Mr. Stock Market or Mr. Bond Market. Sorry. 
Now, I have a question, yeah. and I'm not sure I know what we're going to do with this question because I've just read it for the very first time. Oh, boy. It's a question that came in from Talking Real Money, typed in, and uh, it has to do with a 401k. So I'll just read you the question. My American Airlines 401k uses BlackRock Institutional Trust Company to run a collective investment trust that uses a passive index approach but may use futures contracts and other things such as swaps. Wait a minute. It ain't passive if you're using futures contracts and swaps. Anyway, I've noticed that these indexes with only a five-year history show some significant underperformance of the index of up to 2%. And anytime they meet or exceed the benchmarks, they were barely meeting it. It was only on one or two of the eight funds. Also recently, the uh, last year's performance in things such as small cap value and large cap value are underperforming Vanguard indexes by 2 to 5%. Hmm. What am I really getting here? And should I roll out of these it appear, as it appears I'm not getting plain vanilla indexing? Well, it is a great question because we can't get under the hood very specifically on this. If it sounds like they're getting a little bit pregnant here. I mean, I mean, they're, they're doing some sort of indexing and then they're using swap. Yeah. This is kind of an odd setup. Um, and it sounds like it's a pooled investment. Everybody puts their money in, in one. I mean, not unlike, I guess, a mutual fund or exchange traded fund. I'm going to, here's this Don and I have talked about this a lot. Trust me, because when we manage p- money for other people, we use 23 funds. Sometimes Don and I think that's, too many too many uh it includes (laughs) things like momentum it includes things Mm -hmm. like quality it includes things like small a lot of factors conversely as you know on our website we give you three funds no factors (laughs) and i'm just guessing here that in 20 years you might go look at the three funds versus all the work that we do for our clients there might not be that much difference there probably some but might not be that much so I generally err on the side of simplicity because if it just, number one, you know what you've got, right? Number two, mm-hmm. you generally going to pay less if it's just index funds than the super whatever, whatever thing they're doing. And number three, you're going to feel better because it sounds like you're a person who's going to compare that performance to whatever. So I'd well, probably err on that I side. Don't under- what I don't understand is, Someone submitted the American Airlines 401k plan to our website, 401 Maybe old, though. Maybe old. Yeah, I, I don't know if this is old or not, but it may be that you have a self-chosen choice. And that's often the case, where you can have a collective yep. or you can create your Build own it. portfolio. Yep. You might want to check with HR and see if you can't because – it appears to me that they have some conventional index funds, uh, large cap value, small cap growth, small cap value, uh, international, emerging markets. They have all of these funds that are rare to find in a 401k. Yep. Um, they, the only thing that they don't have that we'd like to see is some international small cap. Which and, is almost uh, never, you never see you that can, in a 401k. Yep. Yeah, and and REITs. That's really the only thing that the American Airlines plan that we had submitted to us at some point. 
showed. So you might want to see if that plan is available to you. And if you want, and it's available and you can move to it, go to 401411.com and look at the American Airlines plan there to help you figure out how to balance that out based on what we believe. Or send them to us. We send We look at those options all the time and help you make some choices that may be better yeah i think that's a great sure. yeah i think that's good advice sure and you could you could uh, that, if you go to vestory.com you could set up an appointment with one of our advisors and they'll help you figure all this out it's easy that's it no more questions free. do you want well i mean question? we had one i'll bring it up we had a guy who wrote us and said what about the work of robert kiyosaki all right hold and on now my phone you, somebody calling you i know i'm a very popular man uh oh yeah but that see you're you're getting way out of order okay i'm out of order but go ahead i'm out go of ahead. order yeah wh- you're, out, you're of out of order you're out of order <laughs> uh no i mean just up because i find these things fascinating what do what do you think well, of Robert okay Kiyosaki? so i have some history rich dad you know, poor dad we interviewed him on on uh the old sound investing i interviewed him on talking real money on the tv show which you may not know wait wait there was no talking real no, money pardon show. Me. Talking real money podcast. Serious money. Pardon me. Serious oh, money on seri- PBS. Serious Thank money. You. So yeah, that was that was back in the dark ages of real yeah, television. And he came to town doing his seminars, whatever you want to call them. He had run newspaper ads that said your financial future guaranteed. This is no lie. Guaranteed. And I had the paper with me. I had a paper. Like it. that old paper. I, brought, I got it back. <laughs> and I had a paper like this, and I had it on the set. We're, we're, this is not video. Oh, that sorry. was just a was sound just, effect. Okay. okay. I had it on the set, and we started talking about this and this and this, and here's what I – and we'll talk about what he does in a minute. And I said, well, can you tell people that their financial future is guaranteed? And he said, well, no. I said, then why are you running ads that say that? I pulled it out and showed it to him. And he actually handled it pretty well. He's like, well, of course, I don't write that stuff. The newsletter, blah, 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 blah. It took no responsibility for it. Uh, but people come to his class and think that's what's going to happen. And here's what his pitch is. His pitch is buying and selling real estate. And until you go through his program, he doesn't tell you how you're going to get rich doing it, of course, because you got to pay a lot of money to do that. Now, Don and I have talked about this ad nauseum. We are and have been for many decades, small business owners. We've run a variety of small businesses, some that have done well, some that haven't done well, frankly. Um, I'm a believer in small business. If you want to be a small business owner, which there's risk to that, there's also a lot of work to it. It's My wife just left the house, finally got up after being out at a thing till midnight. There's a lot of work that comes with being, it's not easy. And he makes it sound like, well, you just do my real estate thing. That's number one. Number two, I just saw a video, someone just sent it to me, where his wife was saying, well, 401ks are stupid. No reason ever to put money in those. No one ever makes any money in those, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's nonsense. People retire every day because we see them every day. They've been savers. They've done it properly, and they retire, and they live off that money. So that is a horribly poor piece of information that she and Mr. Kiyosaki put out there. So, no, I don't like his advice. No, I wouldn't follow it, but I am a believer in if you want to be in small business, real estate, I guess, could be as good as anything else because if you own a variety of homes, you collect the rents, et cetera, it probably works if you're willing to do it as a business. Sure, that I'll concede. 
And how does Robert Kiyosaki make all his money? Yeah, does he make it in real estate, or does he actually make it selling his books and his classes? He makes it. No, it's the it's the coaching. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's like that's like four thousand bucks a year. Yeah. Okay. And you don't even get coached by him. You get coached by one of his coaches who's working for him. And it's by the way, I've got uh, an offer here. I will do. I will coach you as a soccer referee for four thousand dollars a year. I'll come to your games. I'll watch them. I'll tell you what you did right and wrong. Four grand. And, wait, no, you'll hire your minions to do. That. <laughs> they you gotta you gotta have a multiplier effect. It just doesn't work. work. I can only take eight cases on. I won't make enough money. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you need to have. You need. Right, to I'll have, send my son, who's very critical of referees. You, anyway, I so. guarantee you, if you sign up, um, and he even has a program. I think that's up to sixty thousand dollars. Oh, to be for mentorship. To be one yeah, of those real seen. flippers. Get out yeah, there really. Yeah. But no. but I'm I, I'm pretty confident that if you talk to Kiyosaki at all, it's for no more than a few minutes because his time is. Much and more by the valuable. way, I'll make you another guarantee on that on his program, et cetera. Here's a guarantee: it will get harder now because home pri- well home prices have been basically sort of oh, going oh, up, oh, like like buying oh. stocks. I, I just bought a few stocks; they went up. Yeah, uh, I just bought a few homes; they went up. I. Anyway, for a variety of reasons, I don't think real estate's going to be as easy in the next 10 years as it's been for the last 10. I'll put it that way. I don't think anything. There's, I don't think there's any, a single easy money method out yeah. there. They just don't exist. But at times, they appear to exist. It's an illusion. You think they're there, but they're not. They, they eventually end up going the way of Bitcoin. That's still around? Gonna, barely I, you know uh, you know let's look at yeah, it this, this is, is uh, this let's see or how about the one where the this, guy this is wednesday this is wednesday celsius, that's 22nd. my new favorite temperature is going down with celsius apparently oh Way no down. he did it again <laughs> now see here's the thing is that you know bitcoin on saturday it was under 20 right was under 18 wow. it got down into the seventeen thousand range then uh, a couple of days ago it back got back up to a over but buried about 21 yeah. and now it's back right down to 20 it's at 2189 and of somebody this wrote a moment. long note to you criticizing you about your uh, of criticism I, you of, know what of, of, of not bitcoin but of cryptocurrencies of yeah in I, general I, I because people have too much invested ah. invested they have too much money that they've gambled mm on cryptocurrencies they have to defend it uh and celsius by the way your your friend the celsius celsius people have their own cryptocurrency you gotta read that story um, you want to read a story wow one year ago one year ago it was six dollars and 92 cents a coin yeah, how much in july of of 2021 uh just well just last week it got down to 16 cents but you can't get can't get it can't get your money and right now well, no, this is just their crypto oh, okay. currency. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's back up to 94 Ooh. cents, but that is an 82% decline and over the course you, of the year. They promised like 30 to 50% uh, yields and turned mm. out that was hard to maintain. I, shocking. Hard to maintain? I mean, how do you not pay out 30 to 50%? Come on, man. Check the box here, dude. Send me my money. Oh. Yeah, and that's now been um, sh- shut down again let me let me just uh 
and I know this is not what all of you want to hear. You all want to hear. How do I get rich in the air? <laughs> no risk, Don. Uh, Come there on. There is no such thing as a thirty percent average annual return on anything. Period. End of story. You're dreaming. Who did they think was going to pay more than that to borrow money? Anyway. Time, 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 time to put this thing to bed. It needs to be. Needs a nap. Not unlike Uh, us. I am Don McDonald. I think we forgot to mention that at the beginning. Let's introduce ourselves here Ah, at the end. Thank you. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock. Uh, We hang out pretty much every day, except, by the way, over the next couple of months, I am actually going to take some vacation no. days, which I have not. Act, I haven't done. I've, I've done shows pretty much live, nonstop for a billion. Yeah, years, I think it's billion plus actually the, at this point since the trilobites <laughs> ruled the world. Um. So you're actually so there's gonna actually going to be a few days without a podcast. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Wow. Then we'll be yes. more popular when we come back because the uh, absence makes the heart f- grow fonder, right? So there will actually be some days without even a best of, Whoa. just nothing. Wow. There will be a void in people's lives. I'm just warning you in advance. Find something to f- fill the time. Whoa. You know, you can listen to Rich Dad, Poor Dad podcasts. Still available. Rich Dad. They're still out there. It's so funny because he goes into these podcasting hiatai, um, wow. which is hiatus in plural. I just decided it was. Um, And there have been times when he's been like months and months and months without him. Just doesn't do any. And yet he remains one of the top podcasts. And yet he remains one of the best sellers uh, with those silly books that he keeps writing that I think are the same thing over and over again, but people keep buying them. So how is that possible? Go ahead. Keep reading, I guess. But no, I don't like the rich dad radio show. Mm. And, uh, yeah, he has. He's been doing the Rich Dad radio show for a really, really long time. I mean, I, I can't. Let's see. I'm looking back just to see how long. And um, he only has like 350 episodes. We have almost we, a thousand. We have about a thousand. I, I noticed that right now. We're at like 987 or something. So. Yeah, if you go on your favorite podcast service to talking, real and there are money, a few people, by the way, and bless you, who have listened to every one. They'll send me a note from time to time. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's very kind. Thank you. Unbelievable. Let's see. How many do we have now? 985. All right. We're right there. I was counting the one we did yesterday. It's 86. And this would be 987. No, this is 986. We did Tomorrow yesterday's. No, we did. This is so confusing. Tomorrow's. I know. Okay. I'm trying to throw your life off. <laughs> Doesn't take much, as you know. Yeah. So. It's a time warp thing. <laughs> got it. Whatever. All right. I just we show were, up. We were ending it, yeah. and then we got distracted I think you again. Just go ahead and pull the plug. Shiny objects, Tom. <laughs> Look. Uh, we're talking. 
Real money. There Where's he goes. my big coin? Come on. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment tax or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.